The Porsche Podcast. Welcome to a new episode of the Porsche Podcast. My name is Sebastian Rudolph, and we have once again set up our podcast studio high up in the Porsche Museum in Stuttgart-Sulfenhausen, with a direct view on the Porsche Platz, where the large Porsche sculpture is currently being restored. That's why I have brought my own little sculpture with me today, with three white 911 pointing up into the sky. Now it's time for you to find out what this episode is all about. Here are nine words in 11 seconds. Sally Carrera. Sonderwunsch. Collaboration. Authenticity. Good cause. Pixar. Special. Inspirational. Boom. The animated film Cars is probably already known to many of you listeners. In 2006, it was a hit on the cinema screens and in the hearts of the audiences. The story conveys values such as friendship, love, and support for others. And right in the middle of the action, a Porsche 911, or Sally Carrera, to be more precise, one of the main characters in the film. From Pixar Animation Studios, the creative consultants for this project and fellow car enthusiasts are Jay Ward and Bob Pauly. And I'm very happy to welcome both of them to our podcast episode today. Hi, Bob. Hi, Jay. Good to have you. Good to see you. How are you doing? This is fun. Thank you for inviting us. Hello. You have made a significant contribution to many well-known animated films with your work. Porsche, together with Pixar, is now reimagining the design of the well-known character Sally from Cars, creating a very special and unique model as part of the Sonderwunsch program, a one-off road legal car. Today, we want to talk about how such an individual Porsche car is created and about the story behind Sally Carrera and the emotive power of film characters. Jay, what does this movie and Sally Carrera mean to you personally? Well, Bob and I were lucky enough to work on the film the whole time from the very beginning until when it came out. And so, you know, we got to see Sally start with an idea on storyboards. Before it comes to the art department, it's drawn by the people in the story team. So we saw this character evolve and change over time and, and really become such a special character as Lightning McQueen's love interest and also the special character in the town. So it was it was very cool to watch her evolve and change first in story and then in art with Bob's drawings. Yeah. And it's a like our production is like a journey. So being with the team and Jay and everybody, we started kind of rough sketches and and did our research, Route 66, and explored kind of the world of cars. We got to go to great car shows and museums, which is always fun because we're both kind of interested in automobiles and design. So it's been a really fantastic journey and a lot of fun. And needs proper preparation in advance to be more yeah, productive, so to speak? Yeah, I think we're very fortunate because the studio, Pixar, really believes in research. And so we got to get the story right and the designs right. So, in fact, a lot of the cars we're designing are existing cars, like Sally, the uh, 996. And I think in that case, you know, there are cars that have been designed And with beautiful curves and form, and we want to be true to that. We want to kind of bring those cars from the real world into our car character world. And so there's a, a devotion to the style and the, all the work and craft that's gone into those designs. And could you give us a brief summary what the film is all about for those listeners who haven't seen it? 
Yeah, I mean, it centers around a character named Lightning McQueen, who's a race car. He's probably what we would call in America a NASCAR style of race car, a, a circuit style race car. And the the movie really is about a character who is so fast going through life, just trying to get to the finish line that he's missing everything happening around him. He doesn't really have any friends because his focus has always been about winning, about racing. And so life is going by fast. And he realizes by meeting the people in this town that if you slow down, that life is about the journey more than the destination, as we say. And so Lightning McQueen changes from this person who's focused on winning and only winning to realizing how important it is to have friends and to have people around you to enjoy life. And enjoying life is a good keyword. What role did cars play in your own life? The movie? It was such a big part for me and for Bob. I, you know, like he said, we're both really people who love cars and have old cars and appreciate vehicles. And the movie allowed us to meet all these people in the real car world are heroes a lot of times, like Carol Shelby, famous racer, or Dan Gurney. And we got to meet these people. And, um, you know, all these people from Porsche, obviously like Hans Metzger and all these people who we got to meet and we realized these are automotive legends to us, the designers as well, Grant Larson and all these people. And they were just as admirable of what we were doing and excited about our world as we were about theirs. We also realized a Pixar movie takes about the same amount of time as a car. So for Porsche, five or six years, right from the very first drawing to the car being bought by the customer. For us, it's the same four to six years between the idea and the movie on the screen. So a lot of similarities we learned. Wow, four to six years. That's interesting. And yeah. Bob, uh, would you have thought back then that the film would be so successful? Well, I mean, you kind of feel that every, you hope every movie is that successful, right? Yeah. But uh, at the time, You put your heart and soul and a lot of passion into the design and the work, and that's our focus. And we're trying to please ourselves to make it the best movie and story possible. So I think we had an idea that it was pretty good. It was all right. But uh, I think uh, we sink our, our heart into this thing, into the films, and we believe in it deeply. So I, I yeah, completely. I thought it would be pretty good. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't believe it would be as big because it's yeah. really this particularly internationally the scope of this it's always amazing when you're traveling somewhere and in some far away far away place and you see a t-shirt or or a little car's character like yeah oh my god it's gotten it, here it's it lived on yeah it's funny because when we make a movie normally the film comes out and people see the movie and you have toys and you have games and you have all these things and then the movie slowly fades away and you do another one cars did the opposite it came out and it was popular but it came out on this is when blu-rays first came out so people were buying blu-rays and the movie became more popular in the second year than when it came out so in 2007 more people had seen it because of dvd and blu-ray and so the popularity people wanted more toys and more games and to know the characters more and so we had to begin to make short films to keep people satisfied because cars became more popular and this is unusual yeah. usually they fade but cars got bigger oh, wow. and, and the the whole thing about the toys too were just the scope and the depth yeah. that we want to think of lightning and sally i mean they're lead characters but all these characters in the background the went the line went very deep yeah. there's just so many and there's the love for those things too particularly that uh, the small-scale... The die-cast cars. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's just huge. It's amazing. I mean, it's funny, too, because we're big fans, and we've got those toys all over our house. I yeah. mean, they're just, it's just amazing how many are those. And still going. I mean, it's, it's almost like we're a car company. <laughs> like, we, we, we create a factory, <laughs> yeah. and we're making it for the film, but then other toy companies, it's just like the amount of cars. I wonder how many we've made. 
Do you know there must be millions? For diecast, you know, we made, I remember when we hit 50 million of right. the small cars, I think it's well over 250 to 300 million of just the small Mattel diecast now. Wow. And still going. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into more details, let's first introduce both of you properly. Bob Polly earned his bachelor's degree in graphic design at San Jose State University in California. He joined Pixar Animation Studios in 1993 as a character designer and sketch artist at the start of production of Toy Story. Polly designed various characters and locations for the film Cars. The car enthusiast was also instrumental in the development of Cars Land. The theme park brings the movie location Radiator Springs to life. Cars fans can visit numerous attractions, restaurants, and shops there, all dedicated to the characters in the film. Jay Ward attended the California College of the Arts and was awarded his Bachelor of Fine Arts in Illustration in 1993. His path took him to Pixar Animation Studios in 1998, initially as a production assistant for the feature film Monsters, Inc. He rose quickly through the ranks and in 2001 started as coordinator with the initial work for development of the Cars film. When developing the characters and as the director's vehicle consultant, he was able to combine his extensive automotive expertise with his artistic passion. Like Bob Pauly, Ward played an important role in the design of Cars Land. In addition, Ward is continuously expanding the Cars merchandising universe and is developing new Pixar content for the Disney Plus streaming platform. Bob, you said that the creative process takes time and this is paramount to get better outcomes. Take the listeners into the design process. What comes first? Values, characteristics, design sketches? Well, I'd, I'd say generally at the studio, the story is the kind of the engine that drives everything in terms of the, the movie. So there's a story uh, which soon as it's getting developed, there's storyboards created. And so there's the kind of creation and the development of a character. And at the same time, I mean, we're in the art department. We're kind of starting to take those directions and, and start to explore and research uh, different uh, designs and characters and kind of finding the vehicles or cars that would kind of match the character and design and age of it. And I think, you know, we are very invested in research. So uh, one of the big things for us was on Route 66 in 2001. We took nine people, I think it was nine or 10 people down Route 66 to explore. And there's been subsequent trips for throughout the, uh, the development of the film. And that's where we're kind of trying to be authentic in terms of understanding the world, how it looks, the colors and so forth. But mostly like John and Joe would be in sitting down with people who were on the, in Route 66 on the mother road and learning about their character and who they are. Mm. And so it was interesting, but they would sit for hours. In fact, uh, Bill Cohn was this other production designer. We had to get out of there. We had to shoot pictures and get reference. But John and Joe with story was really investigating their backstories. And we were in um, at the Rock Cafe in, in o Stroud, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Stroud, Oklahoma. And that was um, Don. Don Welch. Welch. Yeah, I was trying to remember the names. And she was kind of inspirational for Sally. She was. She was man. Like, took over the Rock Cafe. She was and, a woman who had come from a bigger town that had yeah. come to this little cafe on Route 66, just like Sally came from Los Angeles to Radiator Springs. And she was all about protecting the history and the lineage. 
And I went back on Route 66 October of 2020, and Dawn is still there at the Rock yeah. Cafe. She's oh, wow. a really amazing person. And Jay, how do you develop strong film characters? I mean, it's not done like, boom, and there it is. So <laughs> yeah. how do you captivate people emotionally? People have to see something on the screen and feel that they can relate to it, that it's real. And Bob touched on the word authentic, and authenticity yep. is so important for us at Pixar. People can smell when something's not authentic, when it's not real. So there's so much time put into how that character acts, how they think, what they look yep. like, which Bob's in charge of how they look. But story is also crafting the whole story of this character, so it's very believable. And people, even though it's a fish or a robot or a car— people are emotionally connecting because it feels real to them. They can feel that this is a genuine character that is an authentic character. And once you've had that, they care about that character deeply. And then we have a responsibility of how we treat that character going forward. And both of you obviously have passion for what you do. And this is very important, I think, for everything for sure. uh, people do in their jobs. But what role does the enthusiasm for cars play for your work on cars? Oh, I mean, I think there's, it's an attention to detail. It's just like Porsche. I mean, to know all the details, like we do way more research than yeah. ever gets into the film, but we want to get that through and through. We want to make sure we're authentic to the car, the character, the location. And so- The engine sound of the car, we record recording. the real vehicle. Yeah. So when you watch Sally on the screen, that is a 996, which has a very particular sound to her exhaust. That's authentic, yep. you know? Bob it was just talking about the scene when Sally backs up and her backup lights go on in the right place. Maybe somebody wouldn't realize that, but the car person goes, oh my gosh, you yep. got that perfect. So this is important to us is that not only you resonate with the character, but you put the characters in a very believable world. It's real. Yeah, there's that kind of, the believability was always, and, and, yeah. and truth to materials and yeah. all the kind of, like we got, paint samples from all the manufacturers. You know, yeah. we did all that deep research because one, we just love it. It was so much fun enjoying it. But uh, I think there's a, it pays off because when you have to make the design choices down the road, what's the spirit of the character? And, and in our case with the cars, we're not making real cars. They're, they're characters. We change them to get it to work. But we want to be true to the spirit of that car so that there's a kind of a, a full and clear representation that's authentic. And connection. Yeah. yeah. And have you already driven a 911 by yourself? A new 911 or older 911? Older. So I have a 1976 911S in Minerva Blue Metallic. Wow. So that's a pretty special car. Minerva Blue is a little like Sally's color. <laughs> and this is the you know one of the last narrow-body 911s of the G models right before the SC. So it's a special car. When we made the movie, I didn't have a 911. We worked with a guy named Gary Schultz on the movie, and Gary bought a 67 911S. You know how special that car is. <laughs> This is back in maybe 2001. The car was valuable, but not like it is today. Yeah. And Gary bought this from the original owner. I said, ah, Gary, I think this is not worth the money. You paid too much for this car, you know? But it was just a beautiful car. And now you know what a 67 911S is worth, you know? So we always had this special connection to Porsche and to cars. But yeah, getting to drive them, I think, Driving old ones and new ones, as you know, it's very different. There's an analog connection of, of shifting in the sound of an air-cooled engine that there's nothing quite like that, the way the back end can swing around. And when you get used to it, you, you really feel the car talks to you. And what about you? Well, I would have loved to have driven every car in the film <laughs> if we had a choice. Like, uh, let's bring one of everything in. I think uh, I've, I've driven recently uh, a 911. Yeah, the new 992 you've driven, yeah. That was fantastic, and it's gorgeous 
beautiful car. But we did bring uh, a 996 into the studio. We did. We didn't get to drive it. Yeah. But uh, it's, and I think there is a, a connection w- in terms of we could drive it. But yeah. we're pretty good in terms of kind of getting the sense of it just by obviously the sound effect and, and all the visual cues to it. And the other thing too is they're not just driving like cars, they're driving like characters. So they're mm. working out how characters move and emote and kind of communicate and act yeah. in the film was another big challenge because that's that's on the animation side because if they behave just like vehicles, well, that's our world. But in the cars world, they have to really do a lot more. Character is a good keyword for my next question. How did the Sally Carrera character come about? Well, I think we were looking, uh, her, what's her background? What's her story? Sally came she from was, Los Angeles. She yes. was a lawyer in Los Angeles. She felt that the world was maybe too superficial there, that she wanted to become better connected with the world around her and people and relationships. She was driving, didn't know where she was going. She headed out on Route 66. She had a car problem somewhere on Route 66. The doc took her in and fixed her up because he ran the mechanical institute in town, the repair shop. Sally was repaired and she said, this is my new home. Mm -hmm. She found an old hotel in town and said, this hotel should be fixed back up. She fixed the hotel up to open guests that came on the mother road that broke down like she did maybe. And then she began to fix up the new hotel up on the hill that was called the, the uh, Wheelwell. Wheelwell Motel. Yeah. And she was working on that when McQueen came to town. And I think they're, yeah, living in the fast lane as a lawyer yeah, or something. Yeah, living in a different speed when she was in L.A. Yes, and she had to kind of get out of there. And I think knowing that a lot of Porsches are actually in L.A. was kind of a good yeah, story right. in that way, California car. <laughs> yeah. And so when we were looking at different vehicles, we wanted her to be fast. She had to be able to drive alongside McQueen and That's keep right. up with him. Yeah. and be confident in her performance and power that she could be alongside a race car. Mm-hmm. And and also, she's got great curves and yeah. very, very beautiful forms. Beautiful and lines. She just has this kind of presence as the car. You know she's fast, and she's kind of capable. And yeah. I think Sally was kind of an independent, strong female character, and we wanted the car to reflect that. Yeah. So looking at the Porsches. She enjoyed taking a drive. Sally actually yep. enjoyed being on the road and driving. Whereas McQueen was like, why would you just drive for fun? We drive just to get there as fast as we can. So Sally it's talked for McQueen him. about enjoying the drive. Yeah. But also just to answer your question specifically, why a Porsche for Sally? Yeah. Very specific reason. A Porsche 911 is a very round shape, very round. There's no square lines on a 911. And when you think about the genesis of art, male shapes, masculine shapes are usually square. Feminine shapes are usually round. A circle can indicate a female and a square can, in the simplest way. And so Bob can debate this. <laughs> I can see what he's saying. But we thought about a 911 is such a, in some ways, a very feminine form, a beautiful round form. And also because the engine was in the back, there was not this huge radiator grill opening in the yeah. front. And so you had a very clean, beautiful round chin yeah. Face. That's a big part of the characters because there's some cars just in general that make maybe not aren't, aren't the most successful characters because they have a say a, an enormous grill or some very strange uh, something body that work. could be a good looking car but not make a good looking character. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yes, absolutely. It's it's just bring it into the character world. And so you know we change we change the Sally the vehicle has been changed from an original one. Hmm. We simplify the front to allow the mouth to work. And there is some grill where, I mean, in, inlet on the front of, of the Yeah, 996. we simplify the inlets on the front yeah. so there's not, you don't read holes in the chin, mm-hmm. smoothie shapes out. And when you're drawing it and you're just putting those shapes in there, it gets in the way. And there's this, a simplification we want to do to it so that you, the character is, when it acts, it's clear and you kind of get the emotions and, and it's, there's no distraction in terms of facial expressions. So I think she, when you reduced her down, was just a lovely shape and a yeah. great character. And she worked well against McQueen. 
In fact, you know, color-wise, that light blue was yep. good. In fact, we looked and Porsche did not have a light blue. Not the blue the we night. wanted for Sally. No. no. So we had to do a special blue for that because yeah. that was too dark what they had. And also we had heard that the 997 Seven was coming. And it was going to round the rounder lights, which we love. But at the time, we were a little concerned about those shapes interfering with the eyes in terms of just another round shape on the face. Yeah, because we put the eyes in the windscreen. Yeah. So we didn't want people to read the eyes down below. Sally has the 02 to 04 style 996 headlights or on the turbos and earlier. And that was the right headlight shape we yeah, wanted. 9962. So yeah. I think it's a, it's just a beautiful form. Yeah, it's a cool shape. Yeah. And you can see them when drawing them next to McQueen, it just, it, it worked really well with McQueen because yeah. honestly, he has a much more kind of broad, squarish kind of shape to him. And then she's so round. He's curvy. There's like a connection and a contrast at the same time. Which yeah. looks, he's got a lot more American muscle, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I already mentioned it at the start. Porsche and Pixar are now bringing a Sally Carrera onto the road. Let's listen to a few facts about this. The cooperation between Pixar and Porsche fits very well with the co-creation approach of the recently presented Zonderwunsch program of Porsche exclusive Manufaktur, which allows customers to realize their dream cars. The new interpretation of the popular film character is based on a current 911 Carrera GTS. The vehicle is painted with the specially developed color Sally Blue Metallic, which can also be found on numerous details in the interior. The blue shade is based on the color of Sally Carrera, now enhanced with a special pearlescent paint finish. The real Sally, known as Sally Special, is road legal and comes with 480PS and a specially developed wheel design in turbo look. What is more, like its role model Sally Carrera, it has only the best intentions. The one-of-a-kind vehicle will be auctioned off for charity on the 20th of August 2022. The proceeds from the auction will go to support programs for girls and young women through Girls Inc. and USA for UNHCR. The UN Refugee Agency supports children and their families affected by the conflict in Ukraine. Jay, can you briefly explain to our listeners how this project came up? Yeah, this was very interesting. So Porsche North America reached out. Angus Fitton reached out to me and said, you know, that you had done an auction car of the last 991 Speedster when COVID began, and the car did quite well, and then Porsche matched the amount the car raised, and all that money went to COVID charities. And he said, we'd like to maybe do a car again, this time to proceed, the, the proceeds to go towards uh, Girls Inc. and maybe Ukrainian uh, refugees. And he said, I think one of the strongest female characters I can think of is Sally Carrera, and it makes sense. She's also one of the most popular cars in the Porsche Museum we've heard. And so the idea originally thought was, what if Porsche reimagined what Sally could be as a 992? But we realized Sally is Sally. She can't just become a different car. You know, she forever is this character. If we tried to make McQueen a different shape, that's not Lightning McQueen. And so the conversation began to say, yeah, but what would a, what would a Sally edition or a Sally version of a 992 be? What would be the essence, the elements of a 992 that would harken back to Sally without copying her? And so we began to go down this road and honestly came up with a very special car. And and Bob, tell us about this road, about the cooperation with Porsche. Oh, it's been fantastic. What's exciting to me is that I see a lot of Pixar in Porsche. We both are, uh, there's attention to detail. We care about the, the character, the story, uh, innovation, and just design is so important to us. So I think 
it's it's been a collaboration where we feel like we're just working with our friends at Pixar that we were on that we're speaking the same language, and that kind of brings a lot of trust. And so, uh, besides that, it's been terrifically fun. I mean, this is exciting for us. I mean, yeah, you know, the, the for me and cars that was going to the museums and all the fun car stuff that's over because that movie's old. You know, I'm on other things, but it's like reliving that. And that was years ago, mm-hmm. and it was a big part of our lives. So it's fun to kind of go back, make those connections, and. Really, it's an incredible privilege to be part of that. We're, we feel very honored to make this connection to be with Porsche. And additionally, to make this thing that's so beautiful and special and then to make a big benefit and really help a lot of people, yeah. young women and refugees, that's incredibly meaningful to us on so many levels. So, You said you, you felt honored, but how is it to realize your Sally, so to speak, or to help develop a new Sally, authentic, rooted in the original Sally, but with a depth, you mentioned social commitment and refugee aspect, but how does it feel to have this opportunity being involved? Yeah, it's it's very special. When Bob and I went to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, and we made this announcement, the people didn't even know what the car was yet, but there was this excitement about Sally Carrera and how, how does she live on and will this be a new Sally and what does this look like? And just that excitement alone, we realized how many people really love this character. And like I said, one of the most popular characters in the Porsche Museum. And so to have something that's road legal, a real drivable car that has the influence of Sally, that has Pixar touches in it, and also Porsche special touches. I think everybody working on it, we all gave 110% because we love this car so much. Yeah, it's passion it's for so it. so exciting. And, and also to have our first, you know, Sally be inspired by Porsche. Yeah. And then to make that and have this inspired by the Sally character and it's back to kind of a road vehicle. I mean, it's a beautiful full circle there. Yeah. It's just really, and it's been just an amazing process and, you know, it's work. There's a lot of details and we just love all the, the with Porsche, all the dedicated folks there working on this. Yeah. Because this is all extra. We're doing other things, of course, and this is to be able to be part of this and to really work hard to do our, and our side has a few drawings and notes really right i mean but you guys are making the car i mean it's you know it's amazing it's really impressive and i mentioned the charitable project which is behind this new Sally. tell me what you're thinking about this spin to combine a real project with real problems and helping people who are in need for help Yeah, I mean, part of it was we thought about the essence of who Sally was as a character, right? And we talked about this. She loves to serve other people, right? Sally's whole thing is about keeping Radiator Springs together, but it's also about helping those in need. I mean, that's the essence of who Sally is. She's this amazing sports car that could just live life having fun and driving, but she cares more about those around her. And so this project is about, of course, a special sports car somebody's going to buy and drive and enjoy, but at the same time, they're helping others around them. So it really is much like Sally, the character, the personality of her in this project. That's what makes it so cool. Yeah, she's giving back. I mean, that's what's really wonderful. It's like the spirit of her is being echoed through this new car. So Yeah. Yeah. So let's move on to a little quiz we've prepared for you. I would suggest that you are allowed to discuss this as a team. Okay, I okay. Mean, good. <laughs> team effort. And then give me a joint answer. All Are right. you ready? Okay. Yeah, okay. we're ready. Collaboration, very good. Okay, cool. Number one, I will play you an engine sound and you have to guess which Porsche model it is. 
that sport exhaust. It's air cooled. I'm gonna guess that is a 996. I'm gonna. I hope it's a 996. No, I don't know. I think this is a 996 with sport exhaust. We could say 911, which is okay. Okay, 911 okay, so with sport exhaust. Yeah. And do you have a specific? Is it a 4S? Is it a GTS? Is it a oh, turbo? Wow. Okay. What would you think? Could you play it one more time? Sure. Naturally aspirated. Is it naturally aspirated? I don't think that's turbo. I think this is, I think this is a, an S or a 4S. It's not a turbo. That's right. Bob, do you want to help him? Uh, is it an S, 4S, or maybe GTS? Oh, it's totally an S. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm joking. I have no idea. I have no idea. How could we tell the difference? <laughs> it's a GTS, but you GTS. said it's an S. It's an 911. This point goes to So this Jane is Bond. a water-cooled then if it's a GTS. Yeah, it is. It's a 997 GTS or 991 GTS. Okay, all right. So it's water-cooled. But you were close. Yeah, yeah. I think all listeners would agree. You said 911. You said it's an S. I made that. I added GTS. It's okay, teamwork okay, effort, right? Okay, all right. All right, let's go again. I, we can do better. We can do better. <laughs> okay. Next question. A Porsche does not just appear in the film Cars. The sports car manufacturer has been able to immortalize itself in many other Hollywood films. Yes. I'm going to name three well-known films, and you have to tell me in which film a Porsche also appears. Okay. A, Back to the Future. B, Top Gun Maverick. Three, The Godfather. I already know that I saw Top Gun Maverick and a 911. It was a 73 911S. Or was it a 72? Did it have an oil door? It was a 72 or 73S in the movie. Bob? I would agree. I think... Uh, it's his love interest in the movie. The girl who owns the bar has a 73 Yes, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And it, was it also in um, Back to the Future, though? No. No? No 911 in Back to the okay. Future. Okay. I was like a poster or no, something. No, definitely okay. Top okay. Gun Maverick. Definitely his girlfriend's car. Well, definitely no, a 72 or 73S. There you go. Good. Thanks to Jay, teamwork effort, you were right. Okay, yeah, I, yes. would, I would be yes. zero, zero, and it's a, zero. And it's a 2.4 car. Yeah, it's a 72 or 73. Yeah, and do you want to have an extra point on this? You're close. I'm close. It's an E. <laughs> it's an Einspritzer with S trim, and it's a 72. I think there's an oil door. Okay, I give you an extra point on this. Perfect effort, Thank right? You. Bob, and you're in, the, you're in the same car driving into the... I'm, I'm just riding your coattails, okay. my friend. I, messed, I, I feel bad I messed up on air-cooled versus water-cooled for the first car. I'm shameful about that. And at, well, on the plane out, I was watch, watching a movie. Oh, shoot. What's the name of it? Um, Local Hero. Local Hero. One of our favorite, uh, my favorite, one of our favorite movies. First shot of the movie. 930 Turbo. A white 930 Turbo. And now we have this final question. Oh, a okay. buzzer beater. What horsepower is delivered by the new Sally Carrera? Oh. Is it 250 PS? Is it 300 PS or is it 480 PS? Four, 480, 480. Definitely 480 horsepower. Yeah. Are you sure? Absolutely, yeah. 100% sure. Buzzer beater, two to one. Congratulations to Jane. <laughs> yes, yes. You gave it too easy because you, you could have said 450, yes. 480, 500. You could have messed with me. Thanks to my team. Thank you so much for making it easy on us. We Podcast, couldn't mess yeah. with him. Oh, okay. That's, I'll you make get three, it multiple get, choice. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the last question for you, we'll make it a Sally-related question. I know this is hard. We'll make it multiple choice again. <laughs> what is the name of the business that Sally owns in town? The name of her hotel. 
Is it the cozy in, the cozy time in, or the cozy cone? Cozy in. It is the cozy cone, the cone shape, the cozy cone hotel. Oh. Mm. See, kids would know this one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you have still passed. That's My right. boys would have done better. Yeah, always They're the kids. Experts. Always They're the experts. kids know more than uh, yes. the parents on this. They know more than us about. Yeah, the movie, for sure. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And you know what? My little boy turned six this weekend, and Sally Carrera is on the way, but not on time. So he, he has uh, Lightning McQueen. Uh, what, what's the yellow one? Oh, he has a cruise? A cruise. The, the race car, Cruiser Ramirez? Cruise, and, and some more, but no Sally. But Sally diecast is hard to find. Yeah, it's hard to find. Yeah. It is going to come, but uh, someday. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, we need to make more of those, I know. for sure. In the United States, the voice of Sally Carrera is a woman named Bonnie Hunt. She's yeah. an actress. And Bonnie Hunt contacted me five years ago and said, hey, I don't have any Sally stuff. Will you send me some Sally items? And I said, okay, yeah, sure. I didn't have anything. It's so hard to find, but we had made a Sally plush. Yeah. Yeah. Soft yeah, yeah, yeah. Sally. That's true. I got her this. Yeah. I got her the die cast. And there was a larger one that used to be able to roll around and the eyes would move. Yeah. Very early on. And I had to say, okay, I'll give this to the ah. actress. She can have this. It's hard to find. Hard though. to find. Yeah, and we should be doing more. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult. I know the parks have stuff too, yeah. which is a little different but than what we we're retailing or selling. But I just wish we had more of the <laughs> time flew by, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's fast. It's been great. It's cool. been so good. Yeah. And seeing like that original first Porsche badge or seeing Ferry Porsche's driver's license. Yeah. 16 year old. Like, yeah. these are amazing pieces yeah. of history that you have. And they're all where it all happened. It's all right here. Yeah. It's amazing. I yeah. don't think any other company has so much lineage in one place. And this little town of Stuttgart is all of it. That's it's true. all here. It's amazing. Yeah. Good to hear. Yeah. Okay, guys, we are slowly coming to the end of today's episode. Finally, I would be interested to know, Bob, what impressions do you both take away with you from the collaboration with Porsche? Well, I think uh, the collaboration was just, every time we met with them, I was looking forward to it. It was just so much fun to work. And we've met a lot of nice friends. I think we'll have yeah. relationships into the future with our team. But I think very proud of having to uh, work with the team collaborating with them to create something that is really love it. And Danny in the interior, that's mm -hmm. another case where Sally didn't have an interior and this is a lovely, beautiful interior. Yeah. And so it's that kind of collaboration. And I, I walk away with, we did our little bit of work, but I just love what we kind of brought together. And it's nice when you can be on something and together you create something that you couldn't have done individually in that sense. Yeah. And for me, the big walk away takeaway is that it was it's for uh, a good cause, and uh, people will directly benefit from the money raised for this car. Good cause is a good keyword, Jay. What are you both most proud of in this very special project? I do think I'm most proud about the collaboration that we got to that we were able to do with Porsche. You know, it's really great is when the car was finished. Uh, Arda over at Zondervunsch opened up the hood and showed us that the people who worked on the car signed the inside of the hood. And for me, I said, this is something we would have done at Pixar yeah. because we all believe that none of us, I didn't make the movie, Bob didn't make the movie, we made it together. And this project feels very much like everyone who worked on it, who touched the Sally special was part of something very special. Both from our side, we feel very blessed to have worked on it, but also from the Porsche side, that everybody who worked on the car felt special to work on this car. And that was meaningful to me. So to sum it all up, a fantastic teamwork effort 
making something for a good cause. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a special car for a special cause. We're all looking forward to the auction. Thank you very much, Bob and Jay, for this exciting conversation. Thank, Thank you, you for having much. us. It's a lot of fun. Really appreciate it. Feeling done. <laughs> Dear listeners, please subscribe to our podcast and rate us. Send us feedback or suggestions to podcast at porsche.de. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Stay healthy, take care, and see you next time.